It's time to get educated about everything Bachelor. It's time for the Bachelor Degree. Here are your hosts, Jill Morgan and Maddie Moore. Hey, we are recording. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bachelor Degree. We are here to set you up for your degree in all things Bachelor Nation. Once again, I'm your host, Jill Morgan, and I'm here alongside my co-host, Maddie Moore. Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, We have so much to talk about, literally two nights worth of content. And it it was a wild ride. It was emotional. I think I cried in both episodes. (laughs) (laughs) It was just really, maybe because it like is the end of the semester too. So I was just emotional. (laughs) Yeah, I'm full of exhaustion right now. So (laughs) if I were to cry, it would be from exhaustion. (laughs) Yeah, yes, I feel that. I, um... Definitely sort of I'm getting starting to get a break this week from classes and the semester's winding down and almost over. But this week definitely things ramped up on The Bachelorette and two full nights. And next week we have two full nights in the finale. Crazy. I mean, I will say that these were some of my more least favorite episodes because like Monday night a lot really didn't happen. Yeah. yeah and a lot of it was kind of I don't know for me at least it was a little bit expected Mm -hmm. um and then hometowns were good like some of them were so cute um Mm -hmm. which we'll get into later but yeah I they weren't my favorite but they were good yeah I think because they couldn't leave the resort the hometowns (laughs) just were my favorite I mean I'm so glad that they were still able to come Mm -hmm. because I honestly thought the hometowns were going to be like over zoom like I really didn't yeah they were going to fly any of the family out me either uh, but obviously it would have been so much cuter if they could actually go to the hometown mm-hmm. and like those dates are always my favorite but yeah. it is what it is and I'm glad that Tasha was at least able to meet some of the family members me too um, so that was definitely a better episode than Monday night I just Monday night I kind of felt like we were weeding out the people that we knew were going home for a while and it was just a matter of time Agreed. and like finally we got down to that final four that we kind of have been calling since the beginning like I feel like Ivan, Ben, um, Zach. Zach and Brendan have been our final four for like the past couple weeks. Yeah I think if it wasn't anyone else I'd be shocked. I, I, I would have been shocked. Yeah so Should we hop into the episode? Let's do it. Let's hop into night one on Monday night. Um, Yeah, so we start with Chris talking with Taysha. Just kind of like a little recap of Mm -hmm. just seeing where her head head is at. And, you know, I think for her, it's definitely getting a lot more tough. And we can see she's getting really, really emotional each and every time she's sending these guys home and getting down to the nitty gritty. For sure. And I think Chris had just gotten back from dropping his son off at college. So he wanted to check in Latasha, see what was going on. And like, you can totally tell she is 100% falling for like multiple of these guys, which mm-hmm. I feel like is, is valid. Like, I don't know how one doesn't do that. Like you have all these different relationships going on. I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, no, for sure. She's definitely I would have to agree with you. She's definitely falling for more than one guy. And Fair enough. She has a great group of guys. Like this group of guys is some of my favorite. And usually like I would have like a top, top favorite, which I sort of do, Mm -hmm. but I like all of them. And I usually can't say that I like all of the top four. And I genuinely like all four of these guys. 
same. There have been so many guys on this season, especially this top four that I've been like, I really, really like him. And like, I don't have any problems with him, which normally there's like that villain that kind of makes it through to the final four. And like, we, everyone knows that they're not good for her or him, but like you said, that's not the case. And it's literally, I would be happy for her if she ended up with any of these four guys. Like they're so great. Yeah. Same. I think they all are bachelor material. They like, they all are paradise material and yeah, good, good job to the casting producers, whoever casted these guys, because yeah, they're just a great group of guys and I can't, you know, I have to give praise to them. So, (laughs) and like, honestly, their bromance too is so cute to watch. Oh my God. I know you said that before on like a past episode, but I really like, I saw it obviously, but Mm -hmm. I didn't see it until this time where when we got into the I mean, we'll get into it a little bit later, but the hometown date Mm -hmm. and they were just all like hugging one another and they all seem so like nice and genuine. And I think for any one of them, they don't have that animosity towards each other where, you know, one guy goes home and he's like, oh, I'm glad he's gone. It's like, I think they formed genuine friendships with one another. And this is probably one of the closest top four of guys that there's probably ever been. Yeah, no, for sure. And I definitely think, it's going to get harder for them like as we go into next week just because there's the fantasy suites on the line and like that's always difficult but anyway they're a great group of guys but before we get into our top four we got to weed out the ones that just were not for Tasha. and Mm -hmm. we start with Blake (laughs) (laughs) oh my god where do we start with Blakey boy I don't know (laughs) something else oh my god something else okay he definitely got a haircut because he was looking fresh. Like usually I'm like, Oh boy, he, like he's cute. Like he's good looking. But I was like, Oh my God, his eyes are just popping right now. And I he, didn't notice. I don't know. I, I don't know. It looked like he had freshened up. He got some pieces cut off the front of his hair and I don't know. He looked fresh and nice, but yeah, obviously no connection between the two of them. No, and I think that he is honestly delusional that he thinks that there was a connection between <laughs> the two. I was like, sir, where where have you been? Like on a different planet? Because you do not have a connection with Taisha and she does not have a connection with you. Oh my God, no, 100% agree. Yeah, he's he's either delusional or, um, yeah, or he's just delusional. <laughs> right, like there's no other way to put it. I think yeah. and like their date of course was the worst date ever I'm like why do they have to pick something so intimate they are not close they always do one of these like reiki crystal mind reader future person dates they're into spirituality on the bad yeah oh oh yeah and um it was awkward to say the least I don't know I don't know I wish I could read both of their minds when they were kind of like crisscross applesauce on top of one another Mm -hmm. because it was so obvious looking at Taisha that she was not into it at all but I wish I could read Blake's mind and know what he was thinking in that moment because it had to have been the complete opposite like Right. right like I just don't get it you could tell she was like visibly uncomfortable 
and he seemed to be like so into it and like <laughs> the connection is just not there <laughs> yeah no um yeah it, it was it was so it was so weird I know so weird yeah. it was definitely bad and I'm glad that she just you know sent him home after the their date and whatever um when they had their dinner like she sent sent him home and I was like okay good move like just get him out of here honestly but she was really emotional when when he left and I was like girlfriend why are you crying like I I thought the exact same thing I was so confused by her reaction because yeah like I I didn't even we never were privy to any of their like one-on-one conversations even in group dates or cocktail hours like there were just so many other guys that were focused on and I I don't know probably because there was nothing really to see between Blake and Tasha. so I was so confused as to why she was so emotional I mean I get it her heart is so invested at this point but like it was it was Blake like why girl why are you crying yeah (laughs) I think the explanation that like makes the most sense to me is that it was probably oh like I think she realized in that moment when she was sending Blake home that she needed to send Riley home and I think that might be why she was crying wasn't necessarily because Blake was going but because she knew right in that moment she had to go say goodbye to Riley which like obviously was so sad because Riley had opened up to her so much and she did have a real connection with him and we obviously see right after she sends Blake home she goes to uh where the guys are staying and literally just sits on the couch and like breaks down yeah that's a good point that you bring up that she was probably thinking of Riley like when she sent Blake home I didn't really consider that but yeah I think you're right where she was just like you know Riley definitely was one of the more vulnerable guys and we could obviously see that telling a story to her was very difficult for him so I think she was just probably really upset that you know he was so vulnerable with her and she kind of didn't feel it on her end and had to send him home yeah I and I mean I think it was the right move because I think it would have been really sad to see him go in a rose ceremony like I'm glad that she did it separately and like pulled him for a conversation and really tried to explain herself um but I just felt so bad for him like he really was getting really really invested in this and like he had said was so vulnerable with her um and then she just you know had to end it and it was so sad to watch like I I cried watching it I was like this is just my heart is breaking for him Yeah, I was kind of shocked when she pulled Riley because if anything, I thought she was going to pull Noah and Riley and Noah were kind of sitting in the same area. So when she turned her head that way, I thought she was going to ask for Noah first and break up with him. But I sort of understand why she did it with Riley in more of like an intimate set. Definitely did have more feelings for Riley and for Noah and Bennett, who she sent home at the rose ceremony, like she didn't really feel the need to like explain to them why she was sending them home. Exactly. And I think that's, you know, why even in the rose ceremony, when we do see Noah and Bennett go home, it's not like she really walks them out or anything. She kind of just gives them a hug and says like, see ya. And I think that's really telling to her relationship with Riley. And later when we see um, Riley come on and the men tell all you could still tell like how much he is still in love with her and it just was so sad 
but I also was so happy for him that he was able to like have a conversation with Tasha and talk about it a little bit more because he was in total shock when she pulled him for that conversation and sent him home that like I don't think he was able to say everything he wanted to say yeah definitely I think that happens with a lot of the guys they're just really like thrown off especially the guys who make it really far I mean there's both parties are so invested and for I think the guys when they get sent home and they are really confident in the relationship and she just doesn't see it on her end I think they're in shock the viewers are in shock it's just it's I can't imagine like how much it is to take in that you're not staying anymore so I know especially when he was like developing really really strong feelings but I mean we kind of knew it was coming eventually I just didn't know when it would be and I'm glad she handled it the way that she did yeah Um, and then yeah we go right into the rose ceremony after that which like we said Noah and Bennett go home thank god glad they went together not gonna miss you like yeah no be on paradise (laughs) yeah exactly they'll be on paradise Riley will be on paradise honestly send this whole group to paradise I'm here for it book them a group flight book Mm -hmm. them a private jet send them all to paradise bring all the girls from Peter season and do a Peter cast with a Tasha cast and put them together or like they can send me and you to the island like yeah. I comment that too. we can do the com we can be commentators yeah <laughs> or we can just like date all of them it's fine yeah <laughs> or that or that or I'll, that. I'll I'll take Ben I'll, yeah I'll gladly yeah. take that <laughs> yeah so so we get through the rose ceremony and then the second hour of Monday night is the mental all which quite frankly was the stupidest mental all I hated it I thought it was so dumb want want is what I have to say it Uh was it was so bad and but honestly I was happy that it was an hour and not two hours that we had to sit through because yeah like the drama was pointless um yeah half the guys weren't even there Mm -hmm. when they were playing like the replay of the whole season and I was like oh my god where's Jason where's Joe where's Damar where's like some oh wait Damar was there but like some of the guys that I really really liked weren't there and I was kind of yeah. frustrated by it like Kenny why was Kenny there I know my boy band Kenny we've seen enough of you like please step aside and I step think I, I honestly wonder if like COVID had something to do with it or like all to do with it because yeah. I think maybe when the guys went home they couldn't leave again like maybe something with their jobs or something where they Mm -hmm. said oh you know you've been gone for x amount of time like you can't go back out to california and quarantine and do all the things um so that might have been part of it because like you said there was like a significant amount of people that weren't there Uh, yeah yeah which made it kind of just like boring and also really petty like there wasn't much drama to talk about but the drama that was was like so petty that I was like oh my god please this is a waste of my time yeah so the first like bit of drama that they sort of like go after it was the Noah and Bennett drama which I've at that point I've had enough of and it was so stupid and the fact that Kenny was butting into the conversation I was like Kenny stay out of it like this has nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. and I loved when Noah called out Kenny and was like stay over there with your camo suit you boy band like wannabe I was like 
Oh my God. I actually love Noah now. I love Noah. Honestly, like Noah has definitely risen up above Bennett for sure. And that was just hilarious. Cause I'm like, what is this camo suit? Like that is not cute. It's not it. No, (laughs) but it was kind of just annoying because like you said, we heard already so much about the Noah and Bennett drama, because honestly, that was the only real drama of Tasha's season was Noah and Bennett. Like there really wasn't much I mean yeah there was a whole little thing with Chasen in the beginning but, but like Jason wasn't there to defend himself so they didn't really go into it much yeah I was kind of like annoyed that they brought up the Ed and Chasen drama because at that point it was so irrelevant but also like I don't really like Chasen that much but he wasn't there to defend himself and I kind of felt bad that you know they were kind of like bashing on him and he couldn't be there to like say his piece even though I really could have cared less what he had to say right exactly and and I was just like okay can we just please move on from this Noah and Bennett drama like it's honestly stupid and then like Bennett bringing out green juice for everyone I'm like oh my god like of course and And he has his baby bottle yeah oh my god his outfit I was like the scarf and the glasses and when they would cut to him and he would be like chewing on the end of his glasses I know you think you're so fucking cool like he really does think he is hot shit and like I I mean all power to him but you're not and and also like he is just so New York City vibes it's it's crazy how he is put him in the new season of Gossip Girl okay literally I'm like Chuck Bass is that you yeah oh my god like long lost uncle or like a professor at the school or something like he's Uncle Jack yeah oh my god he does give me uncle jack vibe oh my god that's so accurate (laughs) but then i was kind of surprised that they brought yosef out because i was like wait yosef like who even is that because he was in claire's season but i guess like yeah that includes this season yeah it was yeah it was crazy honestly like i I don't know. I didn't know what to expect, but I at least thought he was going to be remorseful. And for sure, he was not at all. At all. Which I'm like, oh my God, do you not see your own actions? Like, I, I was in shock. <laughs> for sure. And I'm like, okay, this just shows even more like how big of a douchebag you are that, like, after watching the season over and seeing all the backlash that you received, not only do you think what you did was okay, but like, you're not even willing to apologize for it. Even if you don't mean the apology, like at least to just show to viewers that like you have some human decency in your body, but he said nothing. He literally was like, no, I don't apologize. Yeah. And Chris even gave the platform and the opera, like he gave him the golden opportunity Mm -hmm. to apologize. And he was like, look, I really don't do this but I really think you were in the wrong and I think you should really apologize to Claire and he was like no I, I'm I'm not sorry and I just couldn't believe it I was like how are you how are you not sorry like what you said is so wrong and I think even Chris was shocked that he didn't take his advice and take this opportunity to really just apologize to Claire and all the guys there Right. And, and then to say, I think Chris had said, you know, would you want a guy speaking to your daughter like that to kind of try and put it in perspective for him when he wouldn't 
take the opportunity to apologize. And Yosef was like, yeah, my daughter was acting like that. I'd want someone to put her in her place. And I'm like, oh my God, like, again, I can't believe you just said that. It, that was even more shocking. Like, and I was sitting next to my dad and he was watching it with me. And I was like, if I behaved like that, would you put me in my place like that? And my dad was like, absolutely not. Like, that's just... It's, it's like crazy. not a way to talk to someone. Like there's so many other ways to like get your point across that don't include screaming and yelling at someone and getting up and storming out. Like it's just such childish behavior and he is doesn't care that he did it. Yeah. And what the crazy thing is, is that like initially back in the season when they were having their conversation, like it, he was like, I understood where he was coming from initially, but then it just escalated from zero to 100. And I was like, where is this coming from? Like, you, you're yeah. just, you're out of control at this point. Honestly, yeah. It was just whatever. I was like, okay, like, honestly, please just leave because this was not beneficial at all and just made you look way worse. Yep. Um, Goodbye. Good riddance. Whatever. Yeah. Gotta go. So then, No paradise for you. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I really You're not invited not. on the private jet. <laughs> no, no he can, he can fly in a uh, commercial <laughs> in coach. Yeah, in coach. <laughs> on the wing of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then Tasha comes out finally, um, which was really good. She was like kind of nervous to see the guys. Yeah, I, I think so. I think cause maybe she knew a lot of the guys would want sort of some explanation from her, which I understand. Like if, you know, you're kind of just like cut off cold turkey. You'd want an explanation as to why. And yeah, that's the one thing I will say about Tasha. She kind of, you know, like I I understand, like she's not into these guys. So she doesn't really need to give them anything or owe them anything because um, she's there for her. And I'm so glad, you know, like she has to be selfish for her mm-hmm. own well-being. But yeah, she was sort of giving like the same reasoning to each guy, just being like, you know, when they would kind of put it out there, she'd be like, well, I just don't feel the same way. I yeah. think she kind of said that to like almost every guy. I know. And then I think though, like how awkward is that to like be put in a position where you have to like explain yourself again as to why you didn't want them and also yeah. do it like on national television that I think she probably has like a couple lines that she's rehearsed or like the other bachelorettes have told her like, this is the best way to like let them down and like make it seem like it's not you, it's me or like whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so I definitely think she kind of like used that as a crutch. And I mean, I don't know how it is being in her position. So mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough. She, she did say it a lot to all the guys or like, I can't even remember some of the other stuff she said, but yeah she was like we didn't have enough time to like improve our relationship and you're just kind of behind like the other relationships that I have which you know I I get like but also that's gotta be hard to hear because then it's like okay so if we had more time like would would our relationship have progressed right and I think that's that was Blake's point when he was like asking Tasha for an explanation it's like she told him that, you know, if they had more time, then maybe the relationship would have progressed. But I feel like even if they had more time, she just never would have liked Blake enough to want to keep him around and get to that place like she is with Brendan or Zach or Ivan or whatever. So, right. And I honestly think like a better response could almost just be like, 
my relationships were stronger with other people like you know because mm-hmm. they were and she did have a lot stronger relationships with other guys but um it is what it is she said her piece to each of them we saw the pretty emotional exchange between her and Riley and she mm-hmm. gave him a hug and I mean you could just tell he was still hurting yeah uh, and I wonder how long it was between like them finishing filming and then doing the yeah. mental wall. yeah I'm curious about the timeline too because I never know like the time like it, it's definitely different this season but I just never know the timeline between like end of filming and um home and mental all not hometowns right right um, yeah yeah I don't know and I, I think it also just kind of sucked because there was no live audience and that's what makes it so much fun is like hearing the reactions from the yeah. audience members of like oh or like, yeah, <laughs> like all that stuff <laughs> Yeah, or, like, the people in the crowd are just fun, or, like, sometimes they'll, like, ask questions, so that definitely sucked that there wasn't a live audience, but it is what it is, and the bloopers, at least we got some bloopers at the end. Sure, they weren't that good. No, there weren't that many, and that's always my favorite part. (laughs) I was like, give me more, like, I want funnier stuff. Yeah. But whatever. So then we head on over to the second night on Tuesday, mm-hmm. which was great. I en- I thoroughly enjoyed this episode way better than Monday night. Yeah. Um, and we get hometowns, which were a very different version of hometowns, but hometowns nonetheless. Yes. Yeah. All the hometowns were at the resort itself. And Chris mentioned to the guys, he walks in and it's like, it's hometowns week. And um, we brought your family in and they've been quarantining and they've been tested. And the guys got so emotional and it was so freaking cute. Like these guys are so in touch with their emotions and I freaking love it. Yeah. Like so adorable. They, a couple of them started crying. I was just like, wow like what good guys and then when when Chris left Zach was like I need some hugs and he like hugged everyone I was like this is adorable it's so cute yeah so like this is when we saw the true bromance like they they're just happy for one another and I think you know whoever like Tasha ends up with I think all of these guys will be happy for that final guy and um wish them all the best so yeah for sure it was definitely uh, really cute to see them all be so emotional and then um, Chris had said you know Brendan like we're starting with you today um, so he got his hometown date first which was so adorable um, really so really like it he's from Massachusetts I don't know I, I think it's Massachusetts yeah he said he was from a small town um, yeah. I'm so you might be right yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Massachusetts, and he had his um, his brother, his sister-in-law, and his niece come, mm-hmm. um, which was really cute because his niece came out during the day part of the date um, and so had the whole, like, carnival set up, which was adorable. Oh, my God, so cute. When they did, um, when Brendan and his niece did their secret handshake and he started dancing, I was like, ooh, he got some swag. Okay. Yes. When did no, he honestly, I was like, oh my God, like, look at him go. I feel like he's never like super, super out there or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like dancing and stuff. But like, I was like, oh my gosh, look at him. Yeah, we definitely got to see a whole other side of him. And like, like Tasha said, it's so attractive 
to see a guy being around children and being so attentive and caring and loving. And I think I think Tasha acts like a little giddy schoolgirl when she's around Brendan. Like she just lights up so much. She's so giddy. She's so happy. Like you can really tell that she likes Brendan. Um, and I think bringing his niece on the date made her just like fall even more. She was like, oh my God, he, she could visualize him as the father of her children. So yeah, he advanced. <laughs> I, I mean, Brendan is, has always been my favorite. And like, I just want him to be the one at the end of this, because I think not only do they have such a great connection, but they've both been divorced. They're around the same age. They, you know, both really want a family also like is a really hardworking guy, but has like a sweet side to him. Also so fun. Like, I'm just like, he's literally the whole package. Like I love him. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely got the whole package. Um, it was so freaking cute. And then when we go to the nighttime portion, Tasha meets his brother, sister-in-law and then his niece again and they just seem like such a fun bunch like we didn't get to meet his parents but like his brother was so freaking cute like I love their relationship and um his sister-in-law just seems so nice and so sweet and they were so welcoming to Tasha. like they didn't really talk about how they were skeptics at all and like they could see the connection between the two of them and yeah, like I I get frustrated when these families come in and say they're skeptics because like I understand. I think anyone would be a skeptic coming in, but like you don't need to repeat it every freaking time. Like I know. Yeah, like even as a viewer who's like obsessed, like I'm a skeptic too sometimes, but like, you know, yeah. I just kind of roll with the punches and it is what it is. Right. And I feel like it, that is already so ingrained in like the process being like skeptical about it, that you don't really need to like reiterate that all the time because like they know too, like it's so unconventional what they're doing, but I, I definitely liked how, um, like authentic it felt with Brendan's family. And also like Brendan was adorable when he was talking to his brother and like, he started crying and telling him how much he's meant to him. And it was just like, they seem like really genuinely great people. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was a really good hometown date. Has he yeah. told Tasha yet that he's falling in love with her? I, I don't know. I think he told his brother that he's falling for her, but I don't know if he said it to Tasha. But yeah, the hometown for them couldn't have gone any better like nothing went wrong like it was honestly just like a perfect hometown Mm -hmm. and I think that definitely just like solidified Brendan in her mind and is like okay he's a solid guy he has a solid family like I know I can count on him and yeah I just she even said it could be game over right now and I would be happy so that's a big Mm -hmm. statement to make and Mm -hmm. yeah I think he rose up in the rankings for her yeah. And honestly, um, oh, you know what? I'm I'm looking back at my notes right now and I wrote like, why didn't he tell her that he was falling in love mm. with her? So I guess he hasn't yet. Mm. Um, but like you said, Tasha said in an interview um on the show, she was like, I, I could see him being my husband, like I could see him being the father of my children. Yeah. So I definitely think, you know, she's really into him. Um mm-hmm. 
And yeah, so that was a really great home hometown date. And then next up we had Zach. And before we get into Zach's, I just have to say, oh my goodness, about how freaking hot it is at that for at that resort or wherever mm-hmm. the hell they are. It is literally, I read somewhere that like it 120. is 120 degrees. Yeah, but what's crazy is that these guys are sweating bullets, and Tasha never has a drip of an ounce of sweat running down her face, running down anywhere. Well, she did. I did notice during Brendan's date, the back of her jumper was full of sweat. Like, oh, she really? was, like, drenched in sweat. Okay. But I did read something, or someone told me this, that, like, she came out and said, it was so ridiculously hot there, but like she doesn't sweat that much. And so she d- isn't like visibly sweating. And she's like, I don't know. I've just like never sweat that much in my life. And I'm like, I would literally be like a pool of sweat if I was there. I'm so jealous. Like I cannot relate to that. <laughs> Me neither. I literally, like, my hands are sweating right now. Like I'm just like such a sweaty person. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I wish that I didn't even sweat like she does. I honestly have asked my parents constantly. I'm like, can I get a pill for how much I sweat? Right. Or like Botox. Like I've totally freaking contemplated getting Botox for sweating. Like under the armpits. Yeah. Like it's so bad. So I'm like, how the hell is she not dripping? You know what it reminds me of? Have Did you ever see that episode of Victorious where they were in that really hot van and they were all just dripping sweat and Jade was like, I don't sweat. I don't sweat. I'm like, no, that's funny. I didn't really anyway. watch Victorious, but. But anyway. Anyway, we digress. It was yes. hell's balls there. Yeah. Zach was sweating bullets. <laughs> Zach- it was literally dripped off of him and then they like jumped into the fountain because it was so freaking hot oh my god I couldn't get over this date because (laughs) they literally walked in and um okay like I was confused because obviously it says that Zach is from New Jersey and but does he live in New York City yeah he said he lives in the city okay all right that would make sense I guess yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he said. He's like, when I moved to New York City. Okay. So I think he lived right in the city. Okay. Well, he teaches her how to hail a cab. And I was like, no one really hails cabs. <laughs> well, I was kind of like, so like, there's this thing called the subway. Like, why are you hailing cabs? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, but like, no one, when you hail a cab, no one says, taxi! Like, you literally stick your arm out and they will come to you. You don't have to scream. Right. It's like right. in the movies that they're like, taxi, that that literally does not happen. Right. I, I kind of thought it was a little weird. And also, like, he was, like, super forceful about it. Like, right when the date started, <laughs> he was like, have you ever hailed a taxi? <laughs> and I was like, bro, calm down. <laughs> I was like, is this your opening line to, like, a presentation? Like, is this your opening gambit? Yeah. Like, what is going on? It was on? honestly a little aggressive, but the date was cute. I, it was I thought cute. it was creative. Yeah, I'll give him props for the creativity. Um, Yeah, they built, like, a boxcar taxi that they, they had to, like, carry around like 50 feet down the street and I was like this it it was it was so dumb but like it was funny and cute and they tried some bagels and um pizza and I was like those are not bagels and pizza from New York unless they seriously flew it in 
from New York. I doubt. Zach was like, have you ever tried New York pizza? And Tasha's like, no, I haven't. I'm like, that ain't New York pizza. And also like, what do you mean you've never tried New York pizza? Like you've probably been in New York city a bunch considering like being on the bachelor. Just you think? Yeah. I feel like right after, um, Colton season. Is she on Colton season? Yes. I don't, but she's like, she's an LA gal. Oh, that's true. true. Yeah. I mean, maybe she has, but. I just literally always assume that like any person in Bachelor Nation has been to like New York City and LA. Or anyone in general. (laughs) Right, yeah. We East Coast gals, so we're like, yeah, like you've never been to New York City, what? (laughs) Yeah, but maybe they flew it in from New York. I'm sure they did, and I'm sure it was like some resort shitty cardboard pizza. Yeah, Is what it is. Also, did you notice when they were having bagels that there were gummy bears to put on the bagels? No, but Zach was like so weirded out by Tasha putting blueberries on her bagel. I'm like, don't, don't yuck her yum. Like, I know. Let her be. It's fine. Okay, whatever. But also, like, who would ever put gummy bears on bagels? Like, yeah, no, that's 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 gross. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) But the date was cute, and they ended up in Central Park, and they sat on a bench, um, mm. and then they jump into the fountain, which was much needed because they were dripping. Yeah, much needed for Zach. I mean, I'm sure for Tasha too, but yeah, sure. he needed to wipe that sweat off his face. It was yeah. it was weirding me out. <laughs> yeah. So then they meet uh, his parents and his brother, right? Yes, his older brother, I think. His older brother. Yeah. Um. His parents were so freaking cute. I know. So cute. Like, like adorable, adorable, adorable. Yeah. I mean, you could tell. I think I think Tasha was Tasha was really nervous for a lot of these dates. I think, but she was so good with all the families. Like she didn't crack under pressure. Like she knew what to ask. She knew what to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She, she did she did well with all the families <laughs> I think it kind of just shows too with her age and like her maturity level that it wasn't really scary for her to meet these family members and like she obviously handles herself very well um mm-hmm. so I wasn't worried for her um but I definitely think that like Zach's hometown was probably the most I don't want to say like intense because it wasn't intense but his brother asked a hard question of like, where are you at with the other guys? And she basically responded saying like, well, I'm falling in love with Zach. And he was like, well, you didn't answer my question. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a little tense. Yeah. I think usually like the siblings are the ones that go in for the gusto with these leads because mm-hmm. I feel like they're closer like in age. So they sort of ask more of the hard hitting questions and yeah I don't yeah he was like you didn't answer my question I was like no she did not (laughs) right right but also like what do you expect her to be like yeah Yeah. I'm in love with all these other guys she doesn't want to talk about her other relationships with family members yeah I I don't blame her either I wouldn't I wouldn't do that either yeah and I mean the dad I think definitely came around toward the end because he said like he didn't feel super comfortable with the process Mm -hmm. that um you know he'd never seen Zach smile so much and he was like oh he's smitten and yeah uh, yeah it was cute 
it was so sweet to because obviously we know his backstory and how he had like a rough few years um just being in a really dark place and it was so sweet to see his parents see him be so genuinely happy however one thing that like surprised me was when Taisha was talking or no Zach was talking to his mom and she was like you know you initially didn't want to have a family or kids and I was like I wonder if he told Taisha that like at some point like he didn't want to have a family and be married and have kids because I don't know like that's a big statement and I understand if you feel a different way towards someone but like those are really big life decisions and I don't know it was a little bit of a red flag for me yeah I think that you know maybe that was something that he had expressed to his mom years ago maybe after everything had happened that Mm -hmm. he just didn't see himself being a dad but I think he's in such a better place now that like he realizes that is something he wants um and I definitely think people change their minds about that throughout life depending on where you're at Mm -hmm. your situation um but yeah I was definitely surprised by that too because he had never expressed to Tasha that you know that had been different uh, years ago but hopefully you know he does want a family because that's yeah I think he does yeah does yeah and then his uh his mom was just so cute and then we see was it in the end of the episode that we saw Chris came in yeah surprise her yeah he was like I have something dramatic dramatic to say and then he was like no I'm just kidding it was it was cute it was really cute honestly and like she obviously is a big fan of the show and a big fan of Chris Mm -hmm. so he made a little guest appearance which was cute yes yes um but yeah so there's I thought was decent and then we head on over to Ivan's which I personally loved so much because I love cooking and and like being in the kitchen with especially when you're on a date I think it's so cute Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was really personal to like his culture and just like his family in general because his little niece who he's done so much of raising her um did the video of showing them how to make whatever it was they were making and then Ivan and Tasha did it together and I was just like that was so like thoughtful it was the freaking cutest thing I think she was nervous going into it because he had expressed to her that he's only brought one person home but I don't see that as like a weird thing I see that he sort of explained how like it's really important to him to have someone special in his life to bring them home to his parents so I mean it might be weird for her but I didn't see that as like anything bad or different but yeah it was the cutest date like seeing his niece pop up on the tv screen was freaking adorable and seeing his heart just like melt and a smile like light up it was it was the cutest thing ever yeah for sure and like to see both of his parents there who have obviously been like such a big part of his life and he had spoken about his dad um you know dealing with a lot of different medical issues he said cancer twice um he's had a heart attack And just the fact that he was able to make it out to California during this pandemic, um, I think like speaks volumes to their relationship. Yeah. Uh, And his mom was adorable. You know, she said that she was skeptical of the process, of course, but that at the end of the day, she trusts Ivan. And I think that they just know he's such a good person that like, Mm -hmm. they're not too worried for him. 
Yeah, it was so cute to see. You could tell that he's just so close with his family and like they all vouch for one another and they're there for each other in any situation and there's like no judgment involved, which obviously there there really shouldn't be in your family. Like mm-hmm. they you can just tell that they're there for one another and it was so sweet. And I think the funniest part for me is after Tasha's conversation with his dad, he did like a little interview and he was like, I'm very impressed by that young lady. And I was like, You're so freaking sweet. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um it was honestly so cute. And then at the end, getting that surprise from his brother was so special. I literally started crying. It was amazing. Yeah. And it was really cute too, because Tasha saw her, his brother coming through the door before he did, and he wasn't even looking. And then she like moved his face. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is so cute. And he was so happy to see his brother. And uh, it was, it was honestly like such a special moment. Oh my God. It was, it was so adorable. Like just cause obviously he speaks so highly of his brother and to actually just see the relationship in the flesh. Like it was, it was amazing. And I loved like the conversation that Tasha had with his brother. And I think they definitely all approve of her and she loved his family and yeah, it yeah. was a really good hometown date. It was. And I'm honest, I'm really glad that um, his brother and, and Ivan were able to have a conversation and that his brother was able to talk with Tasha, And you could just tell that he loves Ivan so much and like wants the best for him, but and also can tell that like they do have a genuine connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a really, really good hometown date. I think it was probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and then we finally get Ben's hometown. Oh, Ben, what a time. I'm dying. I'm dying inside because I'm very vocal about this, but he's my favorite. Yeah. And um, yeah, I uh, I was speechless I know. to say the least, but maybe let's let's start with the positives first and then we'll we'll get to the unfortunate part. But um they go to quote Venice Beach and when they said that I literally thought they were about to like leave the resort and go to Venice Beach. Like I was oh like, God, oh I was like, oh I thought they were staying on the property. And then I was like, oh he meant like on the property they're going to Venice Beach. Have you ever been to Venice Beach? Yes. I hated it. No, me too. <laughs> I literally thought it was such a shithole. Like, I was like, wait, what? Like, A, he lives in Venice Beach, and B, like, that's the place he's taking her to? I was like, um, I hated it there, but, like, maybe I'm missing something, and, like, maybe it's just, like, the culture of Venice Beach is very, like, skateboarding. Uh-huh, indie, yeah. Yeah, like, that indie vibe, and, like, that's just not me, so yeah. just, like, I hated it, <laughs> I was like, I'll be over at Malibu. <laughs> right. Like, catch me at Malibu. Catch me at Laguna. Yeah. yeah. Laguna's my speed. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. Venice ain't my favorite beach. No. But yeah, I mean, it was such a cute date. Like, oh. Yeah, just... they rollerbladed. And it was cute how they had like the different vendors and they went and uh, got like hats and sunglasses and all that mm-hmm. fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah. the character drawing of them was really cute. And I loved that they ended it at the pool, but I kind of mm-hmm. wanted them to like bring some sand in. But they <laughs> bring like a whole fake, like a sandbox for children. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Like <laughs> they're, they're at a beach, not not a pool. What? I know, I was like, what? But it was cute. Yeah. 
and I, he said his parents couldn't make it out because of COVID and his dad was a doctor, um, or his dad is a doctor. So Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that he's probably working on the front lines with Mm -hmm. this pandemic. Um, so he wasn't able to make it out with his mom, but luckily his sister, um, Madeline and who he has spoken so highly of in the past Mm -hmm. couple episodes and a family friend, Antonia, who we later find out is from Top Chef. Yeah, she's apparently, like, a really well-known chef in, like, the Venice, California area, and she owns or is, like, a chef at a bunch of these different really, like, high-end or, like, really cool restaurants, like, hot spots in California, and way to just, like, sort of name drop and not not explain where this woman, what she does. Clearly, she's a local celebrity. Right. I was like, wait, what? How do you know her? And, like, this is cool. And it was, um, it was funny because I was watching with my mom and she was like, she looks so familiar. I was like, really? And then she like Googled it and she was like, oh my gosh, she was on Top Chef. Like, yeah, she's kind of like a celebrity. Yeah. Um, But it was really cute that they both came and they were like so happy to see him. And I thought really, really um, receptive to Tasha too, which was awesome. Yeah. I was like, if I were to be on any hometown date with like the family and everything, it would be this one. Like, like, I get that you want to meet the parents, but, like, it, they just seem so receptive and so fun, and it didn't feel like this, like, heavy cloud of, like, walking in and meeting. Like, it didn't feel daunting. No. Um, like, it they was were just, fun. It was yeah, lighthearted. They were like, let's cheers with some red wine. I was like, ooh, this, they just seem so fun, and yeah yeah, they, Madeline and Tasha had a really good conversation, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then Aunt Antonia and Ben had a really great conversation mm-hmm. of basically, you know, her asking him about the relationship and him basically saying without saying it that like he was in love with her. Yeah. And, and Antonia was like, Ben, like that, that's what love is. Like you're in love with her. And he's like, or she said like, are you in love with her? And he was like, I, I don't know. And she's like, okay, you are like, I'm here to tell you that you are. And he so needed to hear that because I think that he obviously struggles a lot emotionally to like express his emotions and he doesn't know how to like, yeah, express them. And so when he finally heard that from Antonia, like, I think he really needed that to be like, oh wait, this is love. And like, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. I mean, it was such a cute little conversation that they had. I loved that she sort of put him in his place and was like, Ben, like, you freaking love this girl. Like, Mm -hmm. go and tell her. And um, we go to a conversation between Ben and Tasha, and I'm really sad about talking about this because I was, I felt for him so much. Like, he he knew in his head what he wanted to say, but he Mm -hmm. literally could not express it to her. And she had expressed in her interviews that she was waiting for him to say that he was falling in love with her and he just couldn't get it out. And I mean, I know that feeling in other regards of like just having something to say and not knowing how to say it or not, it not just like can't come out so I felt for him like so much and it it just made me like so sad and frustrated at the same time I know honestly though because it was like 
we all knew what he was feeling, but we also know that it's so hard for him to express that. And so just watching him like visibly struggle through that, it was, I, I just felt so bad for him. And I, I wished that Taisha would have pulled it out of him a little bit more and like kind of prompted him with more questions because I think that she knew he had something to say. He just wasn't saying it. And I mean, she did kind of, give him the opportunity and I think she was just really disappointed when he didn't say it and and she kind of just got up and they said goodbye and that was the end of the date yeah so I yeah I was just like so frustrated I I, I'm speechless right now because like I love Ben so much and I yeah I just felt so bad I I felt so bad for him I was like god damn like I felt like we shouldn't have been watching that as viewers because it just it was so painful to watch for him and her sake it was just not not good on both sides (laughs) and the other thing that you we were talking about before we started recording is that like she didn't hold the other guys up to this kind of standard of needing them to say that they were falling in love with her because Ivan and Brendan both haven't said it yet. Yeah, I think, yeah, Zach was the only one that had done it. And obviously she reciprocated those feelings. Um, Yeah, I, that, that was the point where I just got kind of frustrated with Taisha because I don't know, maybe it was like cut off the editing floor that she was waiting for, you know, Brendan and Ivan to say that, but it was really clear that like this was the one thing that she just wanted to hear from Ben and obviously you know we didn't hear him say it and I was just like kind of frustrated with her because clearly if she wanted him to say that then she must have she must like him a whole lot and if she's not being so adamant that she wants Brendan and Ivan to express the same thing then I don't know if like then and there she really liked Brendan and Ivan more than she liked Ben like she really just wanted to hear that from Ben and I was like Tasha, like I mean you still have fantasy suites like I think that's usually like I don't think there's a golden rule that like hometown should be the time where the guys say that they're falling for her like there's fantasy suites still like I think that's another good time for guys to express that like I, I just I don't understand why it had to be then and there for her and honestly it seemed like make or break for her which it clearly was so right right it definitely it was it was heartbreaking to watch and then he knew immediately when she walked away that he had kind of screwed it up and he basically did because we get to the rose ceremony and he sent home and it was just I, I think that we all kind of knew that it was coming because that conversation happened and like he didn't express his emotions and I think that she's been struggling with him for the past couple weeks to like pull stuff out of him Mm -hmm. and I think like looking at all four of the guys he would be the one that I would probably pick out and say that he might not be ready for marriage where I feel like the other three are very ready for that um yeah so yeah I mean she she gives the first rose to Ivan the second rose to Zach and the third to Brendan um, and, and Ben just shut down. I mean, he just shut down when, when he didn't get a rose. It was so heartbreaking. I was speechless because I was, I was in denial too. I was like, like this, this cannot be happening. Like I I thought he was going to pull her aside before the rose ceremony started. Mm -hmm. I thought he, 
I thought he was going to ask Chris before he walked into the room if he could pull her aside and tell her. Even that night, I thought maybe he would go to her place and tell her, like, hey, I need to tell you something. I didn't think he was going to go and not say anything. Yeah, and I feel like the producers definitely would give him that opportunity to do so. Um, Yeah, I was just speechless when... He was talking to Tasha before he got into the car, and clearly he was too. He could not, he just could not spit his words out. And they were sitting, it seemed like they were sitting there for quite a while. And she knew, I feel like she knew that he deep down wanted to say it. And again, I was a little bit frustrated. I was like, you know, just, you know, don't tell him that you're getting frustrated with him just be like you know what are you feeling how do you feel about a relationship and you know maybe at that point it was too late for her but I don't know I just feel like she could have prompted more of a conversation because I think she knew deep down that he was in love with her and yeah it was probably just too late for her at that point yeah and it was so sad because she was like Ben like please don't shut down on me because he literally just like did not know what to say and and he just kept saying like I'm heartbroken but I'll be all right and and I think it was almost like that fight or flight like mentality of he was just completely shut down and he was like I will be okay and I think that's like something that is very normal to do is like when we get rejected it's like to just completely shut down and and like reaffirm to yourself that you're going to be fine because like that's the only thing you know how to do because Mm -hmm. you you can't deal with like the pain right then and there Mm -hmm. and I also think like because he struggles with emotions and he he you know has that military background I think it's extremely hard for him like when rejection does happen to express that in the moment and so what he does is he shuts down and like that's exactly what he did um and Tasha says, like, I'm extremely disappointed in his reaction because there was, like, no emotion behind it. But I'm like, really, what did you expect? Like, he struggled so much this whole time to, to open up to you that, like, when you reject him, do you think he's just going to open up now? Yeah, no, I, that was another thing is, like, I mean, I, when he said, you know, I'm fine, I was like, oh, my God, I can relate to this so much because, whenever I'm not fine I say I'm fine like it's such it's such a common thing for so many people to say you know what I'm I'm fine it'll be good when deep down you're like visibly upset so I I felt I felt for him I was like so empathetic towards him and yeah what were you saying before like she she um was just like emotional like I she kept saying that like he wasn't being really vulnerable all season and I was really confused by that because I feel like he was one of the guys that opened up the most and I feel like even if she kind of had to like poke and poke and prod at those conversations like he still was so willing and brave to open up about these things in his life that are really like deep and emotional conversations and that's not just something you spit out or tell anyone so I think I don't know I thought she was being like kind of hard on him about like all of the conversations that they had in the past yeah no for sure it was definitely 
an interesting goodbye. And I mean, I think that Ben just went from such a high to such a low because literally the night before he had come to the realization that he was in love with her and then to be sent home. I just, I couldn't imagine that. And you could just see when he got into the limo or the car, like the shock on his face, he really like did not know what hit him. And I think that might potentially come up next week. I could totally see Ben coming back after he's maybe talked to some people. Like I, I do really think he, he leans on the people that are in his community, like Antonia and like his sister Madeline to push him to like, you know, say, I love you. So I could totally see him like coming back and expressing that. And it, it still might be, be too late. Um, but I, I have a feeling we're going to see him again. And if not, we'll definitely see him at like after the final rose and hopefully he'll get some more closure from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think he's going to show up next week. Yeah, I think that's the big question. I mean, I hope he shows up. And I think even if it, like like you said, even if it is too late, I think it would be beneficial for him just to, you know, say those words and get it out of his system and have that closure for the relationship and himself because he probably is like kicking himself in the foot. And, you know, I don't know if that's the expression, but (laughs) (laughs) it's something like that. But yeah, I just, you could see when he was in the car and he was like talking it out and like the wheels were just spinning in his head and was like, wait, like what, like what, what just happened? Like he was just speechless and in shock and yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It was so sad. It was so, so sad. And I, I just felt awful for him. And, you know, I think in the highlights we see for next week, there's a couple moments where, um, like she said, like, what am I supposed to do with that? Like, what am I supposed to do with that? And I'm like, I wonder if like, that's about Ben. Like, I wonder if something happens with him, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it did seem like pretty dramatic, these highlights. And it seems like a lot more tears are on the way and a lot more like drama that we're not expecting. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be a really suspenseful and emotional finale. Um, two nights again, which again. I'm really excited before, before about. I'm really excited about. Whoa, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm really excited for it. And uh, yeah, she's got a great group of guys. Except I, I still love you, Ben, and you'll I be know. hang maybe, there. Maybe Ben will be on Paradise. We'll see please or please be the next bachelor please be the next bachelor after matt james maybe yeah i don't know i don't think it's the last we'll hear from him so we'll see what happens next week i can't believe that next week is the finale like the season has been the shortest obviously it's been the shortest (laughs) season because of the whole claire situation but it's just felt so quick Mm -hmm. but i do think that like she has the best of the best at this point and Mm -hmm. i think whoever she chooses is going to be a great relationship yeah Uh, so I'm really looking forward to next week but before we go we have a little bit of bachelor news yeah a little more lighthearted and happy news (laughs) so Emily Ferguson who is one of the Ferguson twins from Ben Higgins season of The Bachelor the two blonde twins Haley and Emily Emily is engaged to I think a hockey player so congratulations to her and um yeah I know they've been dating for a really long time so it was bound to happen anytime soon very very exciting so yeah well 
hopefully she has a nice long relationship um but yeah I think that's it from us guys I know that was a lot it was two full episodes lots to talk about but um we'll have so much more to talk about next week with the finale and we can't wait to be with you guys weekly to recap Tasha's season of the bachelorette one more week with Tasha. Uh, and then we'll be on to Matt James's season. So we Yay. are so excited and can't wait for next week. Yes. And we will talk to you bachelor bitches next week on the bachelor degree. Bye guys. Bye everyone.